Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Impact Play. We are your weekly source for the latest news, updates, discussions, and debates that bridges up beyond the just gaming. We are not only blurring the lines between gaming, entertainment, sports, and music. We're even amplifying those voices and having the stories told here on the Impact Play. Join us as we record the show live over at Twitch.tv backslash the Impact Play by clicking on that notification bell. So you will be notified when we do go live or later on YouTube or even on your favorite podcast platform. Just simply search for The Impact Play. However you consume your content, wherever you consume it, we are there. Join us on Patreon or Silver Recruits and above. Get the show ad-free. Go to Recruits and above, and above have exclusive access to not only the post-show, but they can even call in and be a part of the live show experience as well as a bunch of other perks. Join, to the, join today at Patreon.com. Backslash the impact play. I'm Ishaus Mohammed, otherwise known as It's Yagu. This is uh, episode 113. On the agenda, we have Call of Duty Vanguard. Recaps from the latest ID at Xbox and Nintendo's Indie World. Is a Grand Theft Auto Remastered Trilogy in the works? Remedy Entertainment is working on a new project. Iris Elba is starring as Knuckles in an up and coming Sonic film. Venom 2, Leatherby Carnage, has been delayed again. The WNBA Commissioner's Cup has crowned a champion. New updates to NBA Top Shot, iHeartRadio's Day Stage, new music, and a new lineup coming from Beyonce. Bea Parch's latest single, plus the top stories of the week. So, welcome to our very first segment of the, of the show, where we discuss what we have been playing, what we have been enjoying, and essentially what we have been up to. So if you guys already are already well aware, I play a whole bunch of Rocket League. And I recently got into competitive as well. And I've just been having a blast. This is honestly the first game that I started playing competitive where I've had fun. I've tried Overwatch competitive once and I have... I didn't hop into it again because of the it was just too toxic. Uh, what else have I tried? Haven't tried Call of Duty. Um, 2K, no. I barely, I've barely got, gone into it. Uh, GTA, no, we'll talk about that a little after this. Uh, it's honestly the first game that I've played competitively. I've, oh, I've played it. No, that I've enjoyed it. So I've played Apex competitive as well. It was decent. It was a lot better than um, Overwatch, but Rocket League is definitely my type of game. But welcome back, Doggo. How are you? Nice to see. Nice to have have you with us again. And then I've been playing a lot more GTA Five. I've I've maybe gone through the first mission of the campaign. It took me a couple of tries, but and then I've also even last night I was playing GTA Online. I was playing for a good. Just last night alone, I was playing for like at least four hours. I'm doing, I'm doing great. Yeah, at least four hours of just playing GTA Online, just racking up. Uh, I found, I found, I was playing with friends. Uh, what my little, my only strife with the game was anyone can kill you, no matter if you're not even being hostile or anything like that. You're just walking about. Any other players in that server will go ahead and kill you, like li- like literally. Uh, other than that, 
let me see shows wise. I've been catching up with the Arrowverse shows, so Arrow, The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, and then once I catch up with ever with all those shows, I'm gonna start watching Black Lightning because they start intertwining as well. Like literally, I have been to a movie a couple of times, and then all I was doing, I think I was just buying an outfit. I I got killed endlessly. But yesterday I was playing with with a couple of friends. We were finally able to get a change my hairstyle, get change my outfit. I was able to rank up and all that stuff. We did a couple of missions, but yeah, it was great. I bought a house. I bought a auto garage, auto whatever you call that thing. Uh, that's about it. That's all I bought yesterday. Because I ended up buying the bundle from my Xbox Live Gold. So it was pretty cheap. It's on sale. Because it's a no longer on Game Pass, unfortunately. Well, Game Pass is, is the reason why I got into it in the first place. So it all worked out in the end. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah. I want to watch the What If series. Oh, yeah, I've been told that as well. So I'll definitely hop into it. And I heard it's really cheap, so for sure. Uh, what, 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 uh, what If on Disney Plus? I'm going to watch the first episode sort of later on today. And I'll make a video of it. Uh, keep in mind, it's going to involve spoilers. So if you guys are interested, uh, look up my own. You, uh, you know what? It might either I might be on both on both my YouTube channel as well as the Impact Place YouTube channel, so you could watch it where, wherever. I'll see. Yeah, I'll, I'll put on the Impact Place. Uh, other than that, that's about it. So without further ado, we're gonna hop into the news, and we're gonna start with the gaming play. Once I find it, that is. Oh, found it. And we're going to start with Call of Duty Vanguard. And this was coming from GameSpot. A new teaser for the next Call of Duty game has arrived. And it points to the Western Front. A video sent to YouTuber Mr. Dalek JD contains some clues that people believe point to June 1944 battle of Merville Gun Battery. Specifically, the story takes place in the European and Pacific theaters of World War II, according to a report, which went on to say its narrative will dive into the origins of the Allied Special Forces. So it says that they there might be some sort of announcement this week from Activision. We'll see. And then in addition to Vanguard, it says that there's going to be a major update with a brand new map uh, to Warzone. Oh yeah, I have. It looks great. But honestly, the only strife I have with it is the, is the full-fledged price of $70. It's not going to have a campaign. All it's going to have is essentially multiplayer. So I'm like iffy about it. Like, I never really got into the Battlefield games. Like, I've played Call of Duty forever. But if it's 
I'll definitely give it a give it a shot though, because I'm in the I'm in the gaming space, so yeah. So you give it my review. So next one's coming from IGN. Microsoft is testing new features across its Xbox Insider program for consoles and Windows 10 PCs, introducing new options and improved experience for both platforms. For consoles, Xbox is offering Xbox Insiders with Alpha Skipped Ahead Rank. Now have the option to enable a night mode. As reported by Tom Warren from The Verge, it allows select Xbox Insider members to adjust the dimming levels or add an optional blue light filter, which is great. Or switch the Xbox console into dark mode, dark mode, and disable HDR. For Windows 10 owners with access to the Xbox Insiders program, Microsoft is introducing Xbox Cloud Gaming through the Xbox app starting today. Finally, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get that yet, but hopefully I will. Previously, Xbox 10 devices owners had access to Xbox Cloud Gaming by heading to going to Xbox's website through a browser, but now you could do it through the app. But yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to giving this a shot. Speaking of Xbox, they have announced their 2021 GamesCon stream for August 24th at 1 p.m. Eastern. It'll, uh, it'll offer updates on previously announced titles as well as Game Pass and more. So it'll be... Uh, this is coming from Aaron Greenberg. Join us digitally at GamesCon this year. Our Xbox stream is focused on games updates coming this year. So, so to set expectations, no new reveals or major surprises. But Teams has a fun has a fun stream planned with our amazing host, Paris Lilly, and what's her name? Katie Eager. I think that's her name. Sorry if I botched it. Katie Eager. Kate Yeager. Uh, let's see. And then, uh, here's a recap of everything announced at the ID at Xbox Showcase in Q4 Geek Rant for that compilation. Xbox recently held its second showcase, ID Xbox. This was a chance to show off updates and announcements for indie game titles. There was a fair amount shown. So we have Aaron Dry from Two Awesome Studios. We have Anvil from Action Square. We have Aragami 2 from Linswork. We have Button City from Subliminal. Evil Genius from Rebellion Interactive. Inked coming from Bite Dance. And Kulinati coming from y Yaza Games. Labrat coming from Jump Squad. Library of Ruina from Project Moon. We have Lightyear Frontier from Framebreak. Loot River from Traka Studio. I've never heard of that studio before. A lot of indie, indie studios that I haven't heard of. Mad Streets from Craft, uh, Craft Shop Arts. Oli Oli World from Private Label. Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous from Owlcat. Planet of Lana from Wishfully, Project Wingman from Sector D2, Paparazzi coming from Kit Fox Games, RPG Time from Deskworks. Wow, a lot of titles. We have 
Sable from Shedworks, Sam and Max Save the World Remaster coming from uh, Skuncape Games. She Dreams Elsewhere coming from Studio Zaver. Solas State coming from Vivid Foundry. Soup Pot coming from Chicon Club. Space Limes from The Far Out from Coffee Knots. The Big Con from Mighty Yell Studios. The, Ye- the Veil, Shadow of the Crown from Falling Squirrel. And The Wandering Village from Stray Fawn. Whew, that was a lot of titles. And then now we have the Indie World announcements. Coming from Polygon. We have... Bomb Rush, Cyberfunk. Loop Hero, Shovel Knight's new game, Shovel Knight uh, Pocket Dungeon, Tetris Effect, Metal Slug Tactics, and... No, sorry, Tom, yeah, okay, so three separate titles. No, it's called Tom and and Metal Slug, okay. Wow. (laughs) We have, let's see, how do you say this game? Chuck Lefish. Tuckleffish's Eastward Axiom Verge 2 as well as let's see that's about it then we have new release dates for Australian Australian coming January 2022 100 Days Winemaking Simulation Simulator this winter Gang Beasts Winter, Lumberjack 2022, and Far Changing Titles Early 2022. And speaking of if, uh, presentations, there's a Pokemon Presents that's announced for August 18th. And they're gonna, here's a tweet coming from the Pokemon Company. Tune in to our YouTube channel Wednesday, August 18th at 6 a.m. Pacific, which is 9 a.m. Eastern for everyone here, for our Pokemon Presents video presentation featuring. Hashtag Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, Hashtag Pokemon Shining Pearl, and Hashtag Pokemon Legends Arceus. I can't wait. I'm definitely excited for Arceus. So it'll be about a 30 minute presentation, so I'm looking forward to this. And now, moving on. Uh, With Control having passed 10 million players, Remini Entertainment has entered full production on its upcoming game project with Epic Games. This was revealed in a new investor letter today. Alongside the news that Control's revenues were slightly higher in quarter 2 of 2021 than in quarter 2 of 2020. Remedy cites the studio's commitment to actively marketing Control, Control Control Ultimate Editions launched on Google Stadia, and Control's inclusion in Epic Games' mega sale 2021 as reasons for the game's continued success. So it is a four-player. It's gonna be a four-player cooperative PVE game set in the world and in, in the world of control, known as Condor. It has been solidified thanks to a new co-publishing and development agreement with Five Hundred Five Games. So I'm definitely excited to their announcement. Speaking of. A uh, new title. It's technically, it's not a new title. It's kind of like a new project, to be more precise. There are reports that we're getting a Grand Theft Auto remastered. 
that is in the works. So Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, and San Andreas. This is coming from IGN. A new report claims that a Grand Theft Auto Remastered Trilogy is underway for multiple platforms, including the Nintendo Switch, and is reportedly due out this fall. And, and this is coming from IGN. This news comes by way of Kotaku, which reports that it has learned from sources that Rockstar Games is remastering GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas. That each game will be remastered in Unreal Engine. They will feature a mix of new and old graphics, report reads. According to the report, Rockstar's Scottish branch, Rockstar Dundee, is leading the project and is also working with the wider Rockstar company to develop the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series ports of GTA 5 scheduled for later this year. Rumors of such a remastered trilogy have been around for years, but they gained even more traction when Rockstar began using DMCA takedowns to remove fan, re fan remasters. One of Kotaku's sources told the publication that they saw footage of the remasters running and that the graphics reminded them of a, he of a heavily modded version of a classic GTA game. The UI is being remastered for each game as well, though the classic style and the design will remain the same. According to Kotaku, these titles are hoping to stay true to the PS2 era GTA games as much as possible. So, since they got a GTA 5, I'm definitely looking forward to it. So, uh, we're going to move on to some Activision Blizzard news. Three, this is going from GameIndustry.biz, by the way. Three Activision Blizzard employees have been let go following the lawsuit the company is facing about its alleged toxic workplace culture. As reported by Kotaku, Diablo 4 game director, Louis Barrage, lead designer, Jess McGree, and World of Warcraft designer, Jonathan LeCraft, have left the company. The news have announced internally that, and no reason was given for their departure. A spokesperson from Activision Blizzard later confirmed the news, adding we have a deep, talented roster of developers already in place and new leaders have been assigned where appropriate. We are confident in our ability to continue progress, deliver, and uh, deliver amazing experiences to our players and move forward to ensure a safe and productive work environment for all. So they can give an update to departures to their so-called reasoning for departures, but yet there's no there's no no updates in regards to this how are they gonna be improving their workplace at all. Like literally that's all they've said. Like nothing's actually been physically done. Uh speaking of Activision Blizzard, the Overwatch League has lost a number of advertising sponsors in the wake of California's lawsuit. As reported by the Washington Post, Coca-Cola, Kellogg, and State Farm all told the paper that they are re-evaluating the Overwatch League partnerships. The logos of State Farm and Kellogg brands Pringles and Cheez-Its have all been removed from the Esports League's official list of partners. Then this includes Xfinity, IBM, TeamSpeak, and Coca-Cola. as well as a T-Mobile brand that has also disappeared. So it's not surprising, because if, if changes aren't being made, you're going to be losing everybody. 
And speaking of updates, Niantic has responded to an open letter from the Pokemon Go community addressing player concerns following the recent removal of some user features, namely an update that allowed users to interact with in-game objects from a greater distance. During the pandemic, Niantic increased the distance from which players can interact with gyms, Pokestops, and other Pokemon inside the game. The range increased from 40 to 80 meters meant that users could still enjoy the game while keeping a safe stretch from specific areas and other players. This feature has now been rolled back. The open letter shares how this update had a far greater positive impact on the community. Beyond the pandemic and rights that the removal of this feature will and is impacting the community in countless negative ways. And highlighting how the increased distance benefited players such as allowing them to play from safer locations and avoid hazardous weather. It also discusses accessibility benefits and how the increased range accommodates disabled players, giving them an opportunity to interact with items that may otherwise be inaccessible or uncomfortable. Niantic shared a response to the letter and have said, We have heard your input loud and clear, and so to address the concerns you have raised, we are taking the following actions. We are assembling an inter internal cross-functional team to develop proposals designed to preserve our mission of inspiring people to explore the world together, while also addressing specific, con specific concerns that have been raised regarding interactive distance. So, I wouldn't be surprised if nothing's done, because all at the end of the day, this is their game. If you don't enjoy it, you're not feel safe because it, it was intended to play outside to interact with the outside world if you're not you don't feel safe don't either play by yourself and you can still social distance i've been to events where you, a lot of people were still socially distant so it's still no excuse and i still play a good amount of pokemon go so this is this reminds me of the, the those vocal minority that were upset that the National Ducks wasn't available in Pokemon Sword and Shield when it was when it was uh, announced. Literally, the vocal minority one happened. Pokemon Sword and Shield was the best-selling Pokemon game on the Switch, like literally it broke records. So they can complain all they want, but at the end of the day, this is their game, and it's still going to be sold and it's still going to do well. And then. So here is an article coming from world2vr.com. Digilens announced a new capability for their waveguides, which is called a transparent resolution expander, purportedly able to double the inherent resolution of any projector used in XR glasses. The system relies on quickly switching between the two slightly offset images to increase effective resolution. Digilens, a leader a leading creator of waveguide technology, announced that its transparent resolution expander, T-Rex for short, which it claims can effectively double the resolution of any projector using XR glasses. Uh, so I'm not going to go into the specifics because all this uh, specs mumbo jumbo, I don't understand that at all. Guys, if you're interested, you can check out the article. I wrote to VR.com. Alright, and last but not least, Assassin's Creed Valhalla got some new DLC, Siege of Paris. 
Ooh, this outfit looks great. So the expansion is the perfect excuse to get right. I feel I feel like getting right back into it because this is DLC. Like literally. Let me see, let me get into let me see something. Search. I don't want to go into spoilers because I even haven't played this DLC as well. Let's see. Yeah, that's, it. that's all it is. But I'm not gonna get into the specifics because, like myself, I, I myself haven't played this DLC yet. So that's it for your the gaming news. We're gonna hop into your entertainment and play shortly. Netflix just canceled cartoon, a cartoon network show, Johnny Test, the hit animated series. Wait, what? Oh, it, re it just rebooted the canceled cartoon network show. I got confused for a second. I'm like, why the heck would it show me a trailer if it's been canceled? Apparently, <laughs> oops. So I has a new home where we have a new teaser trailer for doom patrol season three i haven't watched doom but doom patrol in a while i feel like it's not my type of show even though it has an interesting storyline i don't know i feel like iffy about it so we have a new soundtrack single from marvel sank chi lazy susan with 21 savage and 88 rising so this is technically like an entertainment slash music art, uh, story. I'm definitely excited for it. To listen to my track. Netflix renews three reality shows. The Circle. American Barber Showdown, as well as Indian Matchmaking. This one's coming from IGN. The CW's Supergirl, uh, I said Supergirl, Powerpuff Girls live action series has just lost one of its main stars. Chloe Bennett 
was set to play the grown-up version of Blossom, as the part of the series according to Variety. The series, tentatively titled Powerpuff, was set to follow Bennett's Blossom and her two sisters as adults who returned to crime fighting after trying to leave their childhood behind them. The report uh, states that Dove Cameron and Yana Perrette are still attached to Play Bubbles and Buttercup, respectively. Other cast members, including Donald Faison as Professor Drake, Utonium, are currently in talks to remain with the series. So, definitely, I'm kind of iffy because they're adults instead of starting them off as kids. So, what I feel like what they'll do is they'll do like a pilot episode or like an introduction of them as kids, and then like years later or uh, them returning as adults. I feel like that's going to be the pilot episode, so we'll see. Sony now owns Crunchyroll. So now, so now they're now they own both Funimation and Crunchyroll. So the acquisition is finally set in stone. So it is rumored that they're gonna that Sony is gonna uh, make a higher tier of Sony Plus, where the premium. Plus model is gonna is gonna have their entertainment side of things. So you're gonna have control and Funimation. So if they do that, I'm definitely gonna do get, I'm definitely gonna get that as well. So Venom Two: Letterman Carnage has been delayed once again. Uh, let's see if we can find a new date. Give me a date here for some reason. So it has been delayed to October 15th. Avatar The Last Airbender reveals its cast and the creative team for the live action series. This is coming from IGN, by the way. So let me show you guys what I'm looking at. For all you audio listeners, you are definitely missing out. So if you haven't yet, uh, if you aren't able to join us live, you can always watch the VOD later at youtube.com backslash the impact play. We have Gordon Carmier as Inc. Kawatilo as Katara. Ian Usli as Soka. We have Dallas Leo as Zuko. That's it. I'm definitely looking forward to this. Hopefully, they won't botch this live adaptation. So we'll see. All we have to do is wait and see. Star Wars. 
Ahsoka series is looking to cast a live action Sabine Rin. Sources have confirmed that Lucasfilm is looking for an actress to play a live version of the Star Wars Rebel Rebels Sab- Sabine Wren in the upcoming Star Wars Ahsoka series. According to a report, Slash from the Hollywood Reported published out an article about Mar- Marvel's What If series that they were discussing animated characters who have made the jump to live action when they threw in a line that Dawson is leading a live action Osaka spin-off for Disney Plus with sources saying Lucasfilm is looking for an actress to star opposite Dawson as Mandalorian warrior Sabine Rain. So I'm definitely excited for this. Sonic 2. Idris Elba is playing Knuckles and I'm I definitely am excited I'm excited and I'm just I'm looking forward to his version of Knuckles. I want his like his voice is gonna be thick and heavy. Uh, I'm definitely excited for it. And I hope I and I reached out to him, so hopefully we can bring him on a on a live episode of the show to get it into get into hopefully his role as Knuckles as well as his his amazing portfolio we have. The Fast franchise, we have the Thor franchise, we have <laughs> literally one before this is the Suicide Squad, as well as a bunch of others. So I'm definitely looking forward to hopefully bring him, bring, bring him, bring him on the show and having a great conversation. So Netflix has reversed a first look at Colin in black and white. Upcoming limited limited series from Kaepernick and Oscar-nominated filmmaker Eva DuVernay. Thank you, EW, for this article. It's premiering October 29th. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. It's amazing uh, stuff in the works, like literally from, from gaming to entertainment and even music. My Hero Academia's live-action movie lands a director, Shinsuka Sato, assigned on to direct a live-action adaptation of the anime for Legendary Entertainment. So hopefully they don't botch this live-action adaptation because live-action adaptations don't really fare well. So I'm like... I'm like interested, but I'm like, but I'm iffy about it. So hopefully, they don't bust this up. And Ryan, uh, Free Guy might be getting a sequel. Ryan uh, Reynolds revealed the exciting news uh, just one day after the new video game movie hit theaters. The film is already on track to becoming a big hit. That he in a tweet that Disney confirmed that that Disney wants a wants a sequel. So hopefully we might get it. And let's see, Carmelo Hate and excuse me, Do It Hudson face off in an NXT breakout tournament semifinal. So this is coming from the WWE uh, website. 
this Tuesday. Okay, I was hearing from GameSpot. Writer, director, and actor. Wow. <laughs> Amazing portfolio. Taika Waititi says to direct and create a new Star Wars movie. We don't know much about it, but now the Thor and Love and Thunder director has provided a small tease. Speaking to The Wired, Waititi said it's, it's still in early days, laughing that it's still in the EXT space stage. I reference to the early stages of script writing. More seriously, what TD said, but we've got a story. I'm really excited by it because it feels very me. I tend to go down that little sincerity alleyway in my films. I feel to f- I like to fool the viewer into thinking, ha, huh, it's this, and then them going, damn it, you made me feel something. So I'm definitely excited to it. So, what we do in the shadow season four well uh, has been renewed for season four on FX. Ethan, uh, let me see, what's his last one? Oh, here's an interesting article. Here's an interesting article. Article coming from IGN. Ethan Hawke has revealed what it took for him to join Marvel's upcoming Moon Knight series on Disney Plus, and it surprisingly didn't mu- take much at all. In fact, all it took was Oscar uh, Isaac literally asking him once, according to the actor himself, on Late Night with Seth Meyers. We can't blame Hawkeye for saying yes to Isaac. It's Oscar Isaac, after all. And who wouldn't want to work with him? But the surprise in this news is that Hawkeye has notoriously stayed away from the comic book movies in mainstream Hollywood franchises. So literally, all it took him was to ask. But to get to the ask, you have to build a, like a portfolio, which is keep making content that will add that or keep making for the in order for the opportunity to come knocking down your door keep making content associated with that um uh, that'll lead you to the opportunity essentially so just keep making stuff keep posting and then whatever whatever the case may be just keep going and now we're going to be moving on to your sports play So we did have the All-Star, uh, I'm sorry, a PlayerCon International Fan Festival. Okay, there we go. It's the inaugural NBPA PlayerCon that took place August 11th and the 12th. I took part in it, so it was definitely great hearing different perspectives. So we have rookies that that were a part of it. Uh, we have Kate Cunningham from the Pistons. We have Al Perrin Sanguin from the Rockets, Ayo Don Sumo from the Bulls, Scotty Barnes from the Raptors, and Trey Murphy from the Pelicans. As well as the rapper Chem Millionaire and former NFL player Jerome Sapp and music uh, producer Head Boy, as well as music industrial in the, in the industry executive Lenny S. Okay, so uh, moving on 
to NBA Top Shop. Here's a developer update, I guess you could say. So we all know that in the arena moment are here. I mentioned that on last week's show. So hopefully they'll they'll be available around the globe. There's a new fandom tier that I didn't mention. Which is essentially they were bought at the summer league uh in person. Let me see if I could get a more of a breakdown of what it is. No, this is just by moments. Oh, here it is. Here is the full blog post. Yeah, so I was trying to skim through this. I can mint, so I could discuss it, but not much of it makes sense. So what what I took out of this is it's essentially going to be in-person events that were purchased at uh, during the game, essentially. That's what I feel like this is what this is about. So if I'm wrong, let me know uh, by sending me sending us read email at. Uh, anchor.fm backslash to impact play send us an email or even uh, on discord uh, you could share mo- uh, moments socially now finally took long enough you can download a generated image and share it as well there's apparently a pack recording feature which I tried to test out and it didn't work well all I did was record an audio. But that's why I have my OBS software. Or even software for my phone. So we have multi-quay drop levels. We have the priority 1 with a collector score of 13,000 or more. Priority quay 2 of 8,000 8, or more. Or general quay of 400 or more. So I'm definitely in the general quay. Because I have... I'm, I'm like literally sitting at 500 if I'm not mistaken. Let me check out my score. Yeah, 508. So you definitely check out my profile. Uh, it's Yagu. I-T-S-Y-A-G-O-H. But yeah. You definitely view my movements, my moments, my collection, and all that, all, and all that stuff. If you guys are interested. So we have championship uh, year badges. Uh, so it essentially started with the 2021 NBA Finals, and they've applied it to the 2019-2020, as well as 2013-2014. And then the starter packs have been there since the beginning. Booster packs, they've been there for a while. And uh, there's an update for the collector score, how it's calculated and all that stuff. And, and a chance to further increase it by uh, finishing sets, essentially. But yeah. And now moving on, the WNBA. We're going to start with the Commissioner's Cup Championship. 
So, the Seattle Storm pulled away from the Connecticut Sun from a 79-57 win to lift the trophy. So, congratulations to Seattle, as well as Brianna. Oh, what's her, how do you pronounce her name? Brianna Stewart for getting the, MVP, the first ever Commissioner's Cup MVP award. For 17 points, 4 rebounds, and 4 steals. And speaking of the NBA, the WNBA, the WNBA is back. And all 12 teams will be playing today. So you, we have, give me a second, let me pull this up. Come on, give me the schedule. Why are you guys making it so difficult? Like literally, you can't give me the most current up to date schedule. Okay, here we go. Seattle Storm. Seattle is taking on Chicago at 4 p.m. on ABC. Connecticut is taking on Dallas on 4 p.m. These are all Eastern times. Washington is taking on Las Vegas. Atlanta is taking on Phoenix. New York is taking on Minnesota, and Indiana is taking on LA at 9 p.m. and 7 p.m. respectively. So New York is going to be on Facebook, and Indiana uh, versus LA is going to be on Spectrum, which is weird. But yeah. So let's see what else do we got. Kevin there. Kevin Durant sends an extension with the Nets, worth reportedly over $198 million for over four years. So here's an update from the Kansas City Chiefs. They have placed tight end Nick Neiser on reserve, the retired list, and they have signed G. Bryan as his replacement. And now we're going to go on to your music play. And we're going to start with iHeartRadio's iHeart Day Stage at the iHeart Music Festival. So we have a lineup, essentially. We have performances by Olivia Rodrigo, The Kid, Lario, Swady, All Time Low, 24K Golden, Russell Dickerson, Youngblood, Gabby Barrett, Tady McGree. Tay McGree, Conan Gray, and Addison Ray. And you can buy your tickets now. If you guys are interested, but like I said, I'm not going to go to any uh, in person events until next year. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you could go to like Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, um, iHeartRadio, and all that. Just go to the Impact Play, or even on YouTube as well. We upload that later on. So Beyonce is teasing a new lineup. I've been in the studio. Let's see. So this is a partnership with Adidas for an Ivy Park and Adidas collection. see something okay, here it is new music okay here it is um so she has teasing some new music as well in the works So let's see. We have an extended video for the weekend's Take My Breath. If you guys are interested in that, because the weekend is phenomenal. Ever since I heard him from the halftime show from the Super Bowl, he's been great. So hopefully we can bring him on the show as well. Iggy Exalias releases a new album, End of an Error. Featuring Bia, Sophia Scott, and Ellis. So, let's see. This article written. So it looks like it's going to be available next month, apparently. Okay, moving on. Bea Porch has released a new music for her new single, Inferno. It's her second single in the making, featuring Suburban. So the video itself features over 15 social media stars, including Bratman Rock, Valkyrie, Pokimane. Wow. What do you know? A lot of creators are in there in that music video. I'm definitely interested to watch it. And then last but not least, we're going to end this with the live action. Uh, sorry, Live Nation is requiring proof of vaccine or even a negative COVID test at music events. Which is not surprising because they want to keep everybody safe. So the requirements will go into effect on October 4th. And the deadline is also will also apply to all employees as well. That they have to be fully vaccinated. Okay, so let's see if we have any last minute news stories or even anything that's um, breaking.
Let's see. We're almost done here. Let me see. Nice. There's a nice little 25-minute um, interview with James Gunn on the Suicide Squad featuring the latest scenes, uh, creating Harley Vision, and more. So you can check that out on Collider if you guys are interested. Here's a nice set of bit of news as well. No, we haven't seen before. Yeah, let's see what else do we got. think we're literally done we have we found a couple of uh, uh articles for you guys we'll discuss shortly yeah that's about it okay. so we're gonna get to this first one from coming from entertainment weekly ryan reynolds uh no that's not it that's what i wanted hold on no no it's a, oh this is about his show the free guy, uh, let's see. It took the number one spot at the box office with $28.4 million. Okay, now let's see what else we got. Variety. Netflix's new limited series, Brandy New Cherry Flavor. It's streaming now on Netflix. And last but not least, Aventura launches a reunion tour with a sold-out Miami show uh, with a, uh, Bad Bunny appearances as well as more guest uh, special appearances. As you're interested, but be safe wherever you ha if you plan to go. And take the um, recommended safety precautions as well. So, we're going to move on to Radio Mail. If you guys want to send us Radio Mail, here's how you, you can contact us.
We want to know your feedback, your thoughts, any questions you may have for us by sending us ready mail on our Discord server by leaving a voice note over at anchor.fm backslash the impact play, or even by sending us an email to readymail at the Who knows, maybe even be featured on a future episode or even our special readymail segment of the show. So thank you guys so much for making the Impact Player part of your day. If you wish to join our community server over on Discord, be sure to enter exclamation Discord in chat now. Guys, we are trying to unlock subs over on Discord, I mean over on Twitch, and we need your help. Share the channel with your friends, your family, anyone who believes you benefit from the show. Literally, our only obstacle we're trying to overcome are the views. So lurk if you must, literally every little bit helps, uh, help us, helps us level up the show. So it'll help us bring on access to bring on more guests. So we're working on bringing on artists, actors, game developers, athletes, and so on. So be patient with us, and thank you for supporting us every step of the way. And leave us a review if you're just turning on your favorite platform. Thank you guys so much. Have a great one. And I will be streaming uh, Riot League uh, Competitive later on today. So definitely stay tuned for that over on the Empire Play Switch channel. And... If you guys are, have access to the post show, I will be doing that later on today as well. Again, thank you guys so much. Have a great one. And until next time.